0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, this update uh, E5 podcast. Um, I am one of your hosts today. My name is Paul Meenan. Thank you for joining us. And I'm joined by my brothers from other mothers. Dan Jackson, a.k.a. Dan's the engineer. And... And I'm here, David Watts, okay, Spark and Ninja. So, lads, um, so worrying times, I think it's uh, fair to say. Um, this coronavirus yeah. thing is, is, a, is a talkable uh, uh, point in our history. We did a podcast just over a week ago. Um, just
1: just over a week ago.
0: And I assume this one, once we've finished, we'll release it pretty much straight away or first thing in the morning. Um Mm -hmm. yeah society's changing it's getting a bit scary for um, families and people and um, we thought we'd do a little update to kind of just chew the fat and talk about what we know and try and find some of the positives in there and maybe talk about how we need to adapt and adopt our ways of behaviors and the way we're thinking for the betterment of society in general um what's what's your thoughts on today's state of plays chaps
2: so um, for listeners, if we just tell you it's the 20th of March today, um, and obviously every, things are being released daily, um, mm. and it's, I actually personally find it quite hard to keep up with what's what. I think Twitter is the best thing, really. Um, Steady on, Dan. If you start <laughs>
0: saying stuff, um, you may get critiqued on LinkedIn because we know there are people on LinkedIn who um, claim we're an industry-leading podcast, which we don't. And uh, I also probably should chip in and state that these these podcasts are our opinions. This is our thought pieces based on what we're reading on sky news bbc news gov.uk guidance notes that are sitting in front of us at the moment um we're just going to talk about it we are just chewing on the fat of information that we have in front of us we're not offering formal guidance that you must comply with or or anything like that this is just three incompetent people talking about a virus that nobody really knows that much about so there we go i've said that anyway apologies dan i just wanted to clear that up because we were last week for our last podcast you know was we we were yeah well yeah yeah, it was aimed at me and you so don't worry oh okay hello if you're listening
2: (laughs) well i i just hope um everybody's okay i mean it's it is uncertain times we don't know what on earth is going on is it the end of capitalism i don't know um but it's yeah you can't go anywhere and not talk about this because it's there's just a funny feeling in the air and you know funny enough Dave um
0: Dan uh, Sky News actually did finish their recent report By stating that um, capitalism Has effectively been kicked to the curb for the next Three to four months yeah. um, With all the measures that the government And in all fairness, I, I'm going to say it, I am I know I'm in a majority of probably one but I'm quite impressed by the veracity and the consistent updating of what measures the government are taking although everybody listening to this will probably say it's not enough it's not quick enough um, you can evidently see the wear and tear in everybody's faces uh, my missus works in the NHS she's working all the hours she can yeah it is putting pressure on society and I think it's it's oh, trying yeah. to calm <clears throat> to, to be honest though the peer I think I think no, there's been a lot of trust by
1: the government on just the the um, the humanity of people to actually look at the media around the world and to make decisions from themselves. Mm. And it's only really because we've been listening more to our immediate media, which has just been a lot about fear, not yeah. about you know, not about action. Uh, I remember the other night I mentioned to you guys, you know, on, B- on, on the BBC there was a program called Hospital followed by a program called the flu that killed 50 million it's like about about the old spanish flu you know when you're going to bed this is this is this is yeah socially irresponsible and they, they, they've wanted to keep schools open for as long as possible because obviously we, we you know schools closing doesn't mean teachers are at home it means schools are opening for essential essential purposes for you know for the, the mums and dads that are key workers but we need you know we've had to take these measures because people are not behaving responsibly so is it, is it worth we've, we've seen today we've seen today just now talking about you know pubs clubs and stuff
0: um being forced to close soon because good people are just not being responsible no and and the thing is it's worth chipping in here just going off on the fact uh uh, street is um the government's given clear guidance there's self-isolation if Mm. if you there's household isolation and then there's social distancing and as i think ryan put it best it doesn't mean we have to lock ourselves (laughs) away It just means we have to be very pragmatic in how we approach people, how we interact with people. Um, And the government, you know, they finally asked parents to keep their children at home wherever possible. They know that they won't be able to do that for um, all children, especially children who um, have parents who are needed by the NHS or doctors. So they've asked schools to remain open. Um, And it's really important that people
2: do their own work to understand all that. So just on that, Paul, um, my kids' school has officially closed today it's friday mm-hmm. um, and my son's preschool they're not opening next week but like full stop even for key workers mm-hmm. but i've seen some stuff floating around on on the you know social media channels that some electricians are deemed key workers which i'm not too sure if that's true or not because um it says utilities
0: yeah but utilities is stuff covered by um, uh, statutory undertaker a legislation so um if you two chat amongst yourself for a second i'll just get up that piece of legislation um <laughs> not that i'm yeah, sad you- or anything quoting it but there, I mean,
1: fundamentally, we understand the, the initial consideration of key workers is, you know, services, most services, NHS staff. But there, there needs to be some recognition to the need for, you know, things to function. We need yeah, to keep the power on. Yeah. We need to keep the power on. We need logistics. You know, there's no point trying to run hospitals if we can't deliver surplus requirements and and, you know, just replenish materials. same with food I mean there's everyone's panic buying right now but you know again, factories, businesses are trying to run for as long as they can. they're trying to send as many home as practicable. For work, but you know, the essential staff will go in, and factories will continue to operate. The only thing we're hearing about being shut down are these things again: theatre, leisure, cinema, where
0: people are yeah. still being socially responsible. Okay, so um, thank you for that infill, Dave. Um, so there is something called the Civils Contingencies Act, um, actually written in 2004, um, that makes provision for civils uh, uh, civil contingencies. Um, it covers the whole of the UK, and what it does do is it um, it defines the obligations of organisations. To prepare for emergencies. It provides additional powers for government in the event of large scale emergency, and it provides supplementary legislation uh, to support the first two sections. So um, it, uh, let's go straight into it. So what what it does do is it identifies what is termed category one and two responders. Okay, so each responder um, will have um, uh, a role to play in helping support the government. Uh, Category 1 responders are known as core responders and they include the usual blue light emergency. So local authorities, police force, including BTP, fire, ambulance, coast guard, NHS hospital trusts, NHS foundation trusts, uh, public health England, public health Wales, port health authorities, environment agency um, around the UK. And they're like the core people that will be the first line response to any major national disaster or incident or emergency. The Category 2 one, and I'm leading on to where the electricians sit in this, Category 2 responders are key cooperating responders that act in support of the Category 1 responders. OK, so Category 2, and it states in the legislation, are mostly utility company and transport organisations so utilities includes electricity distributors and transmitters so electricians or or hv guys that are working cable jointers people who operate the dsos the dnos the national grid um the gas distribution networks um you could um you know uh, water and sewage undertakers keeping the plant mm-hmm. and the sewerage going telephone service fixed and mobile incredibly important um uh, do you know what i wouldn't be surprised it doesn't list it um fiber optic and telecoms like virgin data you know yeah data absolutely critical network rail um because all of these uh, category one responders need to get to work mm-hmm. um train operating companies so that's passenger and freight i'm very fortunate so i work for a train not operating company. not
1: necessarily the the uh, the fairly urgent fuselage replacement down the local chinese takeaway no
2: uh, not necessarily
1: that's, that's, no that is the difference
0: it's about understanding the, the actual but attention. but just just to just to carry that on highways england tfl london underground airport operators harbour authorities health and safety executive all of those people um now uh, interestingly enough um so i employ electricians and my electricians are carrying on um the very simple reason is um for the trains to run the trains need energy and power um, some of that is provided by network rail um, who are also critical some of it is provided locally and when it comes into the station i need to be able to provide contingency so if my lights trip if my electrics so i am at this moment in time as we record this still having electrical works done on my railway uh, to keep ensure it's maintained safe because the last thing you want is a, a key worker getting injured or hurt um So people who support those Category 2 uh, or even Category 1, um, you know, if you're working, I, I saw someone the other day saying they're working on the a police station. If you're doing work on a police station, that would could easily be deemed critical worker because if the police need to expand their capacity for uh, civil offences, they will yeah. immediately say you must and, do this.
1: And again, I should imagine, let's say you're in the temporary installation sector of generators, you know, if we're going to end up having some kind of uh, military responses or some, you know, some very what might look aggressive actions in london where we're going to have temporary tents or marquees and yep. these kind of checkpoints yep. they're going to need
0: power they're going to need data so we're going but to, they, need to have some be, they will be authorized by the category one or category two mm. responders it's as simple as that so you could be a commercial electrician and uh, a local fire brigade or, or ambulance worker will that you know they may need to set up tents or whatever and need may need some site supplies you may be able to do site supplies, the minute you get that phone call saying, can you come and do it, you would effectively be authorised um, under that legislation to do the work the minute you've entered into agreement. Sorry, was was this this the Civil Contingencies Act? Yes, 2004. 2004 um so one of the things that a lot of guys on social media sadly have been saying and and it's an interesting debate and i agree with some of it uh, a lot of sparks been saying yeah yeah we're we're urgent because somebody's cut and paste that list where it says electricity uh, or electricians uh distributors and, tra- and and it's been misinterpreted now, yeah. now I, the argument and the debate is if you're an electrician and you're called out to an old folks home a vulnerable person's home uh, or someone who's on dialysis then i would argue for that person's life you are however under the legislation to protect the infrastructure and the functioning of the of this united kingdom you're not Mm, however personally from a one-to-one if if my next-door neighbor you know her power supply failed um then i would be under you know, redress to go and do oh, yeah. it. But it doesn't <clears throat> apply to your day to day I'm changing your fuse board love on a planned job. Unless- so
1: without without obviously trying to assume you haven't asked this, if if for example there was some kind of mandate put through that we were to, you know, all self isolate because we've not been yes behaving ourselves. Yes. And your local your local regular old folks home calls you up and they've got a power outage and it's gonna obviously be a loss of power. Yep. Yeah. Um this won't this wouldn't be considered as a legislator that could
0: actually then allow for that so you know what 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 would you personally do in that circumstance um well what would probably happen is the ambulance services Mm -hmm. uh, or the local authority would then authorize someone to go and do the work because if you had an an old folks home with say 50 vulnerable persons in it Mm. um they they would immediately probably have local procedures where they would ring up uh, the local authority, the local council, the police, or the fire service, and say, "Look, we're self-isolating in this building. We've got a power loss. The yeah. DNO, the, the DNO, who will still be working, will be responsible for because they'll be out mm. and about it's, getting the power back up and running." Uh,
1: and this is this is just this is just something that I'm I'm thinking about right now, and I've written so many rules, procedures, systems of work, whatever you want to call them, for organisations. Yeah, you know, uh, in care in production, in food, and all these things. I've never thought about this situation. No, no. Uh, or an action. Yeah. You know, what if this? So I'm gonna have to download this and I guess, technically, potentially, when I next review some of these standards, this now has to come into consideration as a contingency, so where they, you know, where
0: it stands or what procedure. Here is another contingency for you, Dave. So if uh, the guidance or the mandate given to people to socially distance, close the pubs, clubs, because they've just announced that today, pubs, mm-hmm. theatres, restaurants, gyms, leisure, uh, to close as of the 21st of March, which is tomorrow as we're recording this. If that's the case, if in, say, two to four weeks, the case numbers are still going up and people are ignoring that advice, mm-hmm. then you can only assume that the government will have to take more intervention steps. If that's the case, and one of those ways of intervening is to shut the transport network, then effectively anyone who's deemed critical support the transport network will be self-isolating. Yeah. We don't know because this is a really strange disease that is absolutely, let's be honest about it, this disease is kicking the planet in the bollocks by far. Yeah. It's caught everyone with their pants around their ankles. It's it's shown vulnerabilities and weaknesses in our supply chains, the way we behave, the way we work, the way we procure, the way we trade abroad. It's politically, it's... And it,
2: it just really shows how the wheel has to keep turning. And as yes. soon as someone puts a brake on, everything collapses. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And this which, is, why which is scary. I, which
1: is scary. you referred you've fer- you fer- to capitalism at the beginning, Dan. I mean, technically, if yeah. if if, the, if if we've been like brought up to trust capitalism to live to cap- this, and then this kind of can happen where suddenly, oh, you can't go out, you can't work, but you must pay your bills. You know, <laughs> this is this is going to potentially
0: rewrite a lot of things okay so let me yeah. give you a last piece uh, a thought piece so there was a there is a leading commentary on the act by a chap called clive walker and jim broderick and i'm going to read it verbatim because it's a fascinating commentary at the bottom of the legislation if you need to find this um, and it says the government's handling of risk and emergency in recent years has failed to inspire public confidence in a range of crisis from foot and mouth, I remember that. I remember that. Um, outbreak through to the grounds for war in Iraq. Yep, uh, another fake war. Uh, false war, sorry. Um, official predictions or capabilities have been found wanting. The Civil Contingencies Act of 2004 uh, tenders reassurance by the promise of systematic planning and activity in civil resilience. Though defence lies beyond its scope, the wide-ranging powers in the Act have the capability on delivering on the promise, but all shall be revealed. Um, uh, uh, Efforts will be hampered because this legislation is hesitant and uneven. Interesting.
1: That's very interesting. I mean, that bit there says, you know, the Act henders reassurance by the promise of systematic planning and activity in civil resilience.
0: Yeah. So resilience, making sure that the food chains don't break down no. because you will get civil disobedience. However, there are, I'm going to say this out loud, forgive me, there's a lot of bellends out there who are going what out say? and buying loads of bog roll when they haven't got diarrhoea. There's loads of bellends out there going and buying 50, 100 tins of soup and everything else. Um, when uh, a good, a good friend of mine... And it's also been on the news as well, actually. This country has enough food for about six months for everybody, no problem at all. And the trouble is, is people are not going out and buying for a week. They're going out and buying for three to six months
2: yeah
0: it's awful I mean, again the problem is people
1: think that you know we mentioned this um, you know what was the t- different terms you've got self-isolation what were the others
0: oh sorry mate. Uh, social, social distancing social
1: distance there was a third one I think you said
0: uh, yeah there's household isolation household social distancing isolation, right. self-isolation yeah. this is the thing
1: I mean, I mean social distancing is nothing to do with self-isolation self-isolation is clearly you know where you've got to basically
0: you know keep yourself out of the way so yeah. but what the, the idea being uh, you've got to recover what is interesting is the guidance on social distancing for everyone in the UK is about protecting older people and vulnerable adults but it's fairly evident from the stuff in the news at the moment um, that it's affecting young people as well But because it says age 70 or older regardless of medical conditions but then it talks about asthma uh, constructive pulmonary disease bronchitis chronic heart disease kidney disease hepatitis Parkinson's motor neuron diabetes sickle cell HIV. Um, you yeah. know, oh I mean,
1: great. But anyone who's been on chemo is vulnerable because dude, of their immune system being down. The dead. last bullet
0: point says being seriously overweight. Great, that's me. So I am a, a, a vulnerable person, according to this, for being fat.
1: Mm. Well, but, did you mean, if did, did you hear that guy? That I mean, the guy who I, I see that link of that dude who was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was talking about the problem with America. The biggest primary problem is the obesity over there. You know, men of vulnerable people because of that. What and when that? they what look, so when Joe Rogan, he had um he had a guy come on. He was one of the experts. He's written a book, and he, he was one of the experts that got involved with the old Mad Cow. And he he goes around trying to fight these. Uh, and he basically, and he said, when you look at the when you look around the world, you know, you've got different results, different responses to this disease because you know there, we can't just say over seventy because when you go to other parts of the world, you know, with the beastie and things like that, there are a lot more vulnerable people in certain populations
0: and so as you go around the demographic the behaviour of this thing is very very different so just to let you know as well social distancing there are measures and steps you can take to reduce social interaction um, we're social distancing lads technically we're miles apart yeah Um, but it says um, there's a list of six items avoid contact with someone who is displaying symptoms Uh, they include high temperature or continuous cough or new cough avoid non-essential use of public transport varying your travel times work from home where possible avoid large gatherings uh, and gatherings in smaller spaces so henceforth four has pretty much been switched off as of today avoid gatherings with friends and family that's uh, very difficult to do. Keep in touch using remote technology and then using telephone or online services to yeah. contact
2: your GP. Yeah, but that, this, this um, all of that is fine. But obviously, most electricians can't do the majority of that um, and earn an income, which no. is obviously yeah. the biggest worry here is the income. Indeed. See, the problem
1: is everyone's panicking, so everyone's cancelling. People think self isolation means we must all stay in, we must all lock ourselves in, and they've been stocking up. You know, the social distancing hasn't been spoken about. And as you say, it's about suitable behaviours, only going on public transport when it's essential, to, from work, to, from appointment, you know, just cutting out on some of the luxuries of life, such as going to the pubs and stuff, where you're going to go into close confined spaces and you're going to then spread this or risk catching. That's the point, trying to stop it spreading. But you can still go for a walk, you can still go to work, and it's up to the work Still do exercise, Yeah. Yeah. It's up to the workplace to try to manage this and try to prevent the unnecessary likelihood of traveling to work. So factories are still right now. I've, I've been emailing the guys. They're still working. I've had cancelled training because I'm a non-essential travel. They don't yeah. need the training next week. We'll postpone it. So I can get cancelled, but they still got to work. They've still got to turn over a business. They still need to make the food. Food is being made for right now. Food is going to go onto lorries tonight. It's going to arrive at the distribution centres, and it's going to go to your supermarkets in the next couple of days. Yeah. We've got paracetamol for years in stock. This is what the doctor is going to use. It's just a case of allowing normality to work and logistics to take place it will happen i promise people aren't listening to that
2: yeah no. it will it will calm down a bit it will, it will. Fact, yeah. it, i mean it has to <laughs> it, yeah
1: it will cuz these these people are going to start realizing they're going to eat some of the food they've got they're going to panic again they're going to go back and go oh hang on and it's going to be less and less demand and stress and obviously as I just said stuff's getting stuff's on the motorway right now going to stores uh,
0: The uh, I think one of the news I think it was ITV News um, they were interviewing someone uh, who worked in Tesco's or Sainsbury's and they were saying that basically every day for the last fortnight has been like the mad rush of Christmas Eve Yeah. yeah. so surely I, most houses must be stocked to the gills by now so I'm um, uh, at some point there must be a, a, a lag on the stress on this, because I mean, I've been in the Tesco's and stuff, and it's been pointless. But I, find, if I go to my uh, local spa, it shelves
2: are full. Yeah, okay. I find my um, local Tesco's, there's, there's still loads of fresh veg, and that's what I mainly eat. Mm. And, and I'm surrounded by farms, so there's loads of like farm shops. There's even a, a local wagon that comes in my village of fresh. Mm.
1: So again, I mean, the work—women, I people are still working. I mean, one of the biggest w- issues we're seeing as trades is obviously the homeowners or the smaller clients are cancelling and the commercial clients are considering a lot of the work to be non-essential yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, but as Paul's just said, he's still got to maintain his infrastructure. So he still needs electricians mm-hmm. on his yeah. railway. Yeah. It's a case of essential work. Now, if you're an electrician or a tradesman who carries that maintenance of essential works, we had um, – uh, we, we we had um, Gary on the podcast recently. Uh, that'll be coming up. No, we have done that. We launched that one just today, didn't we? Today, he's yeah, in I water. He's in water. You know, yeah. and, uh, you know that it's essential work to keep stuff churning yeah. to keep things running.
2: Well, um, and I I think um, also uh, me trying to explain to my children mm. about where food comes from and why this is happening, but also I'm having to do it to some adults. <laughs> why?
0: Why? Well, yeah, but some adults are children.
2: No, but even like water, it's we need men. And women to yeah. run it for it to get to our taps, and I think this is a massive wake-up call for people to actually realise where all this stuff comes from. It don't just come out, at the, you know. Well, obviously, rain comes out of sky, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, well, I, I mean, even even Bella, my wife. I mean, I said to her, you know, it's a pretty good idea to get a couple of bottles of water because you need to stay hydrated. Because if you do get this, you need to drink to. Fl- if it is in your mouth, drinking will send it down to the the acids in the stomach and kill it. So drink, it, especially if you're out, and you know when you've just washed, have a drink as well. Just, uh, she's like, she's like, oh, the tap. Will always be on I was like oh no yeah. you know if, if people you know it, it depends I mean sens- it should be essential water. but you yeah.
0: you know listen if the water stops then there's a bigger problem there and I, and if water I'm did upset. stop I don't think it would listen if, if water stopped in this nation there would be major major panic there'd be major there would be civil disobedience beyond belief uh the the level of resilience in all fairness though the level of redundancy in water management treatment and i mean they've been spending billions now on water systems plant uh pumps
2: for years to ensure the continued supply of water having said that i know it's completely different right but i've been in india and quite regularly the water isn't there and no, that's true. You get, but by. India doesn't have the infrastructure that we have. I know it doesn't, and it's completely different. But you know, for a short period of time, it's not the end of the world. You have to just, you have to change your behaviours and act differently yeah. to what you've got. Like the power is on, probably. But again, less than it is on
1: yeah but again so I mean biggest biggest issue right now is obviously people's responses you know we're seeing people being sacked or people being let go yeah. uh, for companies to protect their business now we've obviously had today mm. an effort to kind of repair that damage but it's you know in some cases it still might be too late am I allowed to,
0: am com, I allowed to know, be mortified at um, uh, Richard Branson asking for a government bailout when he's sitting on £4 billion in his bank account and yet um, what was it £43 million it would cost to pay his employees or something um she having not. having read his book and listened to his audio book I mean
1: to be honest, he, I'm not he, I'm not surprised. I'm is, not he, surprised. is he arrogant? He's, he arrogant is a bit of a chancer. Yeah, a ch- well, yeah, ch- well, chancer is no, word,
2: so there's it? a positive. Chancer.
1: Yeah. But there's
0: a positive that will come out of this. The companies that are shown to only care about maintaining their big fat comfortable way of living, they're the ones at the end of this that need to be basically taught a goddamn lesson. capitalism capitalism. yes you know i mean but there are some companies that are that are saying you know you'll get fully paid don't worry about it etc yeah at all these ones that are just holding on to profits i mean there is a massive balance in companies aren't there i mean i we all know electricians that live week to week i know sparks that literally every Friday, if they didn't get paid, they would run out of fuel on a Saturday, Sunday morning, Mm. and they wouldn't be able to go to work on a Monday.
1: The majority of self-employed spots are on that basis. Yes, because we're struggling. And right now, I listen to a a guy I follow, one of these... um, these money kind of guys, you know, he he actually he he runs a whole load of holiday or, or leisure parks. And he said, well, the first thing we've got to do is look after our staff. You know, we've got 600 staff. We must, you know, cash is king was the words he said. Yeah. Yeah. But the first thing he said is what you need to do to all the people following is not pay your bills. Cash is king. Hold on to your cash so you can mm-hmm. pay your staff. And I'm thinking, you know, those bills are probably other people who need that cash a lot of companies are going to be taking that action. So a lot of people I've seen, I've seen, um, some guys in the pat testing sector having issues right now because a lot of people aren't getting paid because mm-hmm. companies are holding on to cash because
0: of the threat of their own payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know that Dave, don't we call blimey? Um, yes, no, that is, that is very, very true. It's, um, I think there's going to be a lot more challenges, um, for people going ahead. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, however, the government today have announced, uh, our chancellor, um, he has announced that the government some uh, are going to pay eighty percent of the wages for people who are unable to work up to a maximum of two and a half grand. Now, interestingly enough, um, in in the I think it's on Sky News or BBC News, um, they've said the eighty percent of that. Yeah, they plan to pay eighty percent of workers' wages where needed. Em- employees, though, doesn't it?
2: It says in- yes. employees.
0: This yeah, employees. PAYE employees. And more importantly, that they will only cover the ones, the, the initial start of it, it will pay 80% of wages to employees unable to work due to the coronavirus, um, but it, only if those people have already been sacked. So it's almost an incentive to bring them back and it says the wages cover which relates to gross pay will be backdated to the start of march and last for three months but they may extend it if longer and it's quite interesting because they're like hotels and stuff that have sack people so this is obviously in place to try and incentivize them employers to say no no don't pay them up to x amount yeah. and we'll cover you for it but it's the risk that personal chain run uh, operating at a loss um, but then again this is where I think banks and everywhere needs to just freeze I mean I know VAT's been kicked to the curb now for four months which yeah, is incredible yeah it's been kicked down can yeah um, interest rate four months 4. Yeah, which is the lowest in the history of the world and there was a Wonderful tradesman earlier on on Twitter did a video, um, which I think I shared, where he said said that um, we're now at the lowest interest rate ever in the history of banks, and people are struggling, and the banks need to step up, because five, six years ago, there was a recession that they caused, and we bailed them out, and now it's their turn to build bail us out, and I absolutely agree with that. There needs to be a, a, a unprecedented level of compassion from banks and um, bill uh, paying organisations so like the utilities the electricity companies people who are in fuel poverty they need to take a serious look because if the likes of British Gas or Eon Energy start t- threatening people with letters over the next 3-4 months because not paying the electricity bill they will have no customers at the end of this
2: On that word of compassion Paul um, I think a lot of people are showing community spirit here in the in light of all of this as, as, a, as a positive I'm definitely seeing it in my area that you know there's some electricians who are offering to do some works for the elderly if yeah. they need it in emergencies right. for free. Yeah. Um, there's it, quite a lot of people doing that, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, and I think in my area, people are kind of offering to help out as and, you know, within their limitations. Yeah. And I think that will continue. And I think this is this is a time where actually it brings a lot of people together and closer. See, I'm, I'm trying to keep as many people I can working
0: in work, but also I've got work that needs doing do around my house as well, like, you know, small works, but I'm trying to... I've been trying to get some like double glazing done and like a boiler shifted and various bits and bobs. And I've actually spoke to some plumbers and said, look, if you're struggling, just come, come to my house. I'm, I, I'm not, you know, on self-isolation. And as long as you're not come and, uh, and work, you know, I'll pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel that everybody needs to be, again, it's only my view. Um, I think we need to just be calm, adopt a common sense approach, isolate if you need to isolate um, and just try and help
2: and support people as you can yeah it, it, is, it is really hard though because obviously there's massive conflict in information and plus the unknown of what you do with your cash and how long it's going to last and depending on your situation yeah, because but there's, all certain you,
0: there's certain things in life you can't control i mean i can't control the government i can't control many of the things happening around me but the one thing i can control is my sphere of influence my home the ground that it's on the people that i know the friends that i have i can talk to them and yeah. use them as for support i mean i I've got I've got a garden which you guys know about. I napalmed it nine months ago and that garden now is just barren and for me one thing I can do is I can actually learn from this because if there's another virus or there's more food shortages i want to be able to grow my own food i want to develop my skills that, that's what i'm already positive that is
2: literally what i'm already thinking about like i'm doing um, it i'm doing yeah. it starting
0: starting tomorrow i'm yeah. actually digging up my garden i've got to skip outside my house and i'm yeah. going to be digging up my garden planting some
2: beds and seeing whether or not i can grow my own food i mean dave you've got four boys so you yeah. have you got a good enough garden for, for to grow well, your own stuff well, I've got
1: two dogs that are digging it up. Oh, right! So right I have right. right now. I've got four packets of seeds on my mantelpiece that arrived yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and Bella is looking at she. When she grew up, she grew up in a nice house, you know, nice, yeah. nice family in North London, you know, the posh end. Before she married me, um, she, grew up, <laughs> she grew up. She grew up. She had chickens, and she's always wanted to have chickens. Yeah. So she wants to get a chicken coop, and we've got some chickens in the garden on one side, Gosh. and we're going to start growing.
0: Yep. Yeah, get some, get some raised planters um, yep. and yeah, say goodbye yeah. to your grass if you ever let the chickens out because they'll eat that in seconds. Well, we've,
1: got, we've, got a, uh, we've got a path in the garden which splits the garden. and So we've got one side for the dogs, one side for a chicken coop and some planting. Yeah, and
0: nice. yeah. yeah I, think, I think that sort of stuff, it's, if anything, you, we as a society need to keep ourselves busy and i know lots of people living in flats will say well i can't keep myself busy but you can maybe build some bonds do something well that's on stuff
1: that's kind of where i've got to i mean i'm i'm one of these um persons that is right now at the end of the shitty stick because i'm self-employed yeah four kids wife no she doesn't work i'm the only revenue stream all my work has been cancelled for the past three weeks because of training so i've got all I i had dates booked up to july all of it's gone Wow. even you know even at exhibitions conference everything's gone everything's cancelled training isn't needed it's not essential so it's cleared um i've got a couple of um I've got a couple of of thoughts on this i can either panic and blame and be angry
0: yeah
1: or i can try to be positive and yeah I have I have obviously a bit of faith in that everyone else is in the same position. So if I can't pay a mortgage, I can call the mortgage guys. I can ask for a, a, a three-month holiday or whatever on this, uh, tax, all this stuff. I have a bit of grace with that. I have enough money in the bank to feed the kids. Bella's looked at tight budgeting. We've got a couple of months' worth of money to pay for food. Yeah. Um so I thought, well, I just need to be busy, like Paul just said. I need to keep myself busy. And I thought, well, what do I do? Obviously, I, I've got a website that's in development. It's not ready yet. But I, can get, a lot of, I can get a lot of work done on that. Uh, and, you know, that's great. But I thought, well, what I can do is I can just use social media and I can use basically the people that I, I know and engage with to see if there's anyone who wants opportunities to engage talk and so I'm, I'm going to throw out the opportunity to do some seminars and just the well, one thing I'm the one thing if people say what's your party trick I guess my party trick is trying to be positive and talk about CPD and trying to improve training so yeah. I guess now really what the industry needs and we're going to touch on this in a minute you know this is a time where the industry people in the industry need to actually show what they can give to the industry yeah give back yeah because
2: yeah. um it, it, we're all in it We're all in it. We know. know, We're all all in it. And it'll be interesting to see what some of the organisations are are coming up with here. Because...
1: I'm not I'm not an organization, I don't take money for things, but I'm gonna do my best to give as much free support as I can. I might also offer some paid support for guys who want that extra specific help on their training. Yeah. That might help out some of the services I've invested in Zoom, which costs like uh I think the thing I've got going to do seminars is like fifty or quid a month. So I can keep it going for two months, but hopefully, you know, I take a bit I can pay for longer. But that's what I'm gonna commit my time to to doing positivity, engaging. A lot of electricians may be isolated, they may work for themselves and live on their own and social media becomes one of their methods of communication so we want them to have an opportunity to talk to people but also learn so instead of just yeah. being uh, Money banter. Yeah, and that's the
2: thing, Dave, because I'm I'm quite often trying to avoid lots of negative stuff. And, and you can't escape it right now. So it, it's it really good to hard. Yeah, so that sort of thing is is great. Um, I,
1: I had this chat with my dad earlier on Discord because he's in the same position. He's actually going on part-time retirement because his work is basically half of it's race, half of it is training and half of it is working for a certain race course. All yeah. races off the calendar now. Yeah, yeah. He said, Well, I'm gonna use this time. I had a chat with him. I said, I'm gonna use this time to update my training syllabus and I'm gonna do some social stuff like you do. He said this to me. So we're gonna do some joint streams, we're gonna do some joint seminars. Is he gonna come on the podcast? He'll come on podcasts. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Grandfather Ninja on Grandfather, the podcast. Yeah. Well, that is so intimidating. It's he's just gonna be he's gonna be more and more online. He's going to so, be online. So, uh, Dave, can you just close your ears for a minute? So, for those listening, if you haven't fallen asleep, right, put my headset down. Um, uh, David Watts Senior is um, makes David Watts Junior um, look very childish and dumb. Uh, the, man <laughs> is, the man is off the charts intelligent and X-Fire as well. So, expire yeah. Um, yeah. A wealth of knowledge and competence uh, privilege to know yeah. and and he uh, loves winding me up as well oh yeah no everybody does <laughs> in all fairness to you're easy to wind up yeah. Um, but yeah no that's what I'm trying to
1: do you know positivity
2: uh, there's also a lot of stuff out there for um you know other stuff like for kids i think the body coach joe wicks is doing a free videos for children next week i think it's i believe it's nine o'clock in the morning like a little workout thing for kids oh really that's yeah cool. which is good because I'm, I'm looking after my children next week so i'm going to be doing obviously you know trying to keep them occupied doing stuff so that's active well, if you
1: if you if you look on Instagram, it's like um, John Legend, the guy uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay. They did some songs. They just did some live stuff. Mo- Bella last night. Uh, I went in after doing some work. She was watching Michael Bublé and his wife. Oh right. And he, he was making pasta in the kitchen. Oh, I thought he was going to say making love. No, he was making pasta <sighs> in the kitchen, just talking. And he was basically saying we need to be positive. You know, the health the health systems are under critical levels, and they're trying to promote the idea of you know self isolating. You know, Did by you doing see stuff the, in the
0: home. Have you seen the um, um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost yes, video? Yes, they read uh, the... Uh, recreated Song of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> About not going to the Winchester and sit down, have mm. a cup of tea, and wait for it all to blow over. It's a very good video on YouTube. That oh, I'll check it out later. <laughs> it's it's interesting the dynamics of people turning to online. So this is going to be a real test of the internet. And I know YouTube have said that they're going to reduce their their bandwidth and the quality of their videos so they can cope with the traffic and Yeah, I've, I've noticed my test. internet keep
2: cutting out. I mean, it will because it's going to mm. be really under a lot of strain. Mm. Yeah. Nice I've, to... I've, I've actually used the time so far to do some stuff around the house that I've been putting off for ages. <laughs> so, um, you know. I've it's... got loads to
0: do around the house yeah. of so gardening and tidying up and all sorts to do. There's tons. There's tons to do around the house, but mm. yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do it. And, and this is the thing about keeping yourself busy. I mean, a lot of people are focusing on that number one thing of there's lots to do. I mean, even in work, we're now all doing um, uh, Google Hangouts for meetings. Um, today, I've spent probably six hours. On work meetings um but yeah. um eventually I, i'm gonna have some time to close myself off and do all the admin that i've been needing to do but it's not it's not like two or three days worth of admin it's it's three or four weeks worth
2: of writing and typing and uh, i find uh, what i find interesting is a lot of people who are now working from home and you know there's technology easy technology out there i've, I've I've done it for a long time. And um, it, but people's reactions are like, you know, this is actually okay. And, you know, the, the typical having to go to an office.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I, I I still watch some seminars run by some companies and it sounds like the guy doing the voice is on dial-up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, either the microphone they get is just of the lowest quality. but well, well, if I, mine, if Mine's I... been
2: playing up today. <laughs> <My> <laughs> yeah,
1: you've been Barry Whiting us but uh you know i mean google google's google's um even facebook these all offer these video
0: platforms now yeah skype well i use skype my, my microphone i love i've got this um i think it's called blue but it's a yeti white described on amazon as a yeti white and it's got four microphones in it for surround and it's absolutely phenomenal for google Hangouts, skype calling everything it's You don't have to have it right up to your face. Um, Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, So I've got some controversy for the last bit of this. And I don't know if I should say this, but I think it's the elephant in the industry at the moment. Go on. So if, as some people have suggested online, this may go longer than three months, some people have been saying this could go a year, 18 months, before we get back to some... Normality, although I hope normality includes changes for the betterment. Um, There are a lot of people who are professionally registered, and there are a lot of electrical contractors registered with NIC, NAPIT, etc., who are paying fees, and a lot of them people will not be practicing. Uh, potentially, They will be uh, claiming help from government, government subsidies, loans, etc. for a, at least some period. It would be interesting to know what the industry bodies are doing about that because for me, um, I pay a lot of money in professional subscription fees and if, if, we, if I'm going to be self-isolating for six to nine months, it would be nice for those industry bodies to maybe give me some of my money back. Hmm we'll see yeah the elephant in the industry <laughs> well, I'm not suggesting let's, but, let's however, remember
1: let's remember that the majorities are private organisations
0: well and and this is the, the majority. thing so if, if I am a member of uh, a, a company I won't mention them and and they give me a full scope certification for a pra- being a practicing electrician and my business suffers for the next three to six months which potentially it could um, I've had no benefit of said membership no
1: if it was me, if I ran an organization like that, I'd have two options. One is obviously to restructure some parts of it, looking at this issue that I get support from the government, yep. and refund some money. Or I would offer a potential free CPD tracking for it as an alternative to yes, to indeed. my race electrician. I'd say, okay, look, do you want this refund? Or do you want access free to training. XYZ media training? Yeah. You know, indeed, something, some industry, form of compensation to come back. Yep,
0: yeah, and that's the thing for those yeah. who work in the industry, electrical industry or building services. It would be good for those industry bodies to give something back. Now, obviously, this is just to be clear. This is very, very early days, and as yeah. Dave said earlier on, in a month's time, it may all be back to normal. We may be fine, and that's great. And do you know what? Everybody can take the hit. You know, well, when I say take the hit, but if it's a month, then fair enough. We count our blessings. We move on. But if it's longer than a month, then everybody needs to come to the table. And again, I use the C word, compassion, not competence this time. Maybe compassion for competence. I don't know. But if people are going to be sitting around not doing much, this is a critical time to keep the brain cells going because lots of sparks every day walk onto a job and there's a challenge there's a thought process there's an understanding of manufacturer's instructions if they're not doing that for a matter of weeks okay fair enough but if they if it goes into months then that knowledge starts to dwindle and disappear and that's where all the industry parties need to play their game
2: and i was away for a year and i can vouch for that if, <laughs> if you're not constantly doing it like regularly that's right we are you, teaching dan <laughs> ohms law at the one. he's no, back at square one bless him no no joke no
0: joke it's it's true
1: no the 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 the, you know the industry relies on electricians they rely on electricians to be able to perform and they're going to want electricians to go straight back to work
2: when the time is right yeah because Uh, we this is all how we make our living this this is how we make our money and we're we're all in it and this is what you know e5 is about it's about getting everybody who's involved you know interested for the right reasons yeah and that, that's exactly
1: why i'm, th- I'm going to try to do what i'm going to try to do i haven't actually mastered it yet i'm working over this weekend getting a, a page put together the way i see it this sucks we're all on it together some of us are in better positions than others that's just karma that's just life that's just our own choices and where we've ended up um we're going to do what we can do now i'm going to grind and try and support as many as i can and if some people actually are leveled up or improved during this Then it's going to, you know, at least it would have stood for something. It would have stood for something. You know, we use this time just worrying and being stressed. Yeah, these are stressful times, but if we keep communicating with each other, we talk, then, you
2: know, we're going to figure it out. My position is a little bit weird because obviously, uh, when I'm doing my business coaching, I've had a lot of people who were signing up to packages or or whatever kind of say, let's put it on hold, which I fully understand. Some have actually paid me money and now they're like well everything's being cancelled so i've said that's fine you can we cannot you can either wait or let me know what you want to do or you can have your money back um because you know is what it is yes and then i'm also getting a lot of interest in people wanting to sign up um this this is yeah this is um this is the thing though i think right now
1: people need to decide what to do with this time yeah you know it's like i thought with these seminars all oh, you know i could maybe charge for some of these seminars but that's the wrong attitude to try to immediately create some kind of marketable project from this the agenda is to actually give people something to aim for to do and to support them yeah but but it's going to take me time it's going to cost me money to subscribe to the webinar services and i'm going to have to get some people to help me do things like the 2396 project which we're going to try to develop you know we're going to do seminars on that project and try and help guys get through some of that um so yeah so it's 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 a case of you can't give everything for free, but you can't just charge and try to capitalize on the situation because then, as Ryan
2: would say, you'd look like an absolute asshole um, Yeah, because we've seen we've seen that, haven't we that yeah, we have. are really capitalizing on it's, exploiting this situation, which is just fine more- line, yeah, um. But no, I mean, that
1: is is one of the things with these kind of businesses. Uh, These kind of things can create opportunities, but it's a case, again, going back to uh, the C word as uh as paul describes compassion
0: yeah and Sorry, also going chat. back to the k word karma karma <laughs> i think karma is gonna uh karma is, a, is an amazing thing so just um just having a quick read up on um statutory sick pay because yep. there was a note about uh, and a lot of the people listening will be going i'm self-employed i'm self-employed uh, statutory sick pay will now be available for eligible individuals diagnosed with covid or unable to work because you're self-isolating alignment government advice so there's a lot of sparks out there who will be self-isolating in with government advice but it's also going to be ones who aren't having any symptoms um and yet they're saying now that they've extended the statutory sick pay scheme for those who aren't having symptoms um, so what that does is it goes and again i'm reading this out of an article it goes hand in hand with a change announced by the prime minister on march 4th which was the budget statutory sick pay will be payable from day one instead of day four yeah. Um, and the emergency legislation to allow payment of statutory sick pay from the first day you're sick. Um, They've then made the statement, no one should be penalised for doing the right thing. Now, there's the statement, what if I'm self-employed? And and I'll read this verbatim. The budget explains that those who are not eligible for statutory sick pay, such as self-employed people or those earning below the lower earnings limit of £118 a week, can now easily make a claim for universal credit or contributory employment and support allowance. Uh, the document explains for the duration of the outbreak, the requirements of the universal credit minimum income will be temporary relaxed for those who have COVID-19 or are self-isolating according to government advice. Ensuring self-employed claimants will receive support. So it looks like, again, I don't have much. I haven't signed off on for benefits since I was like
1: I've never. 18.
0: I think it was uh, eighteen. I signed on for like four weeks, but that sounds like there is the ability to claim um, statutory sick pay if you're self-employed. Which and how, how much? How much is that, Paul? Well, it looks like um, 118 pound a week is the lower earnings limit, but I think statutory sick pay is lower than that. It's so like, ninety. It's, ninety. Yeah, it's not worth much at all to be honest with you. Um, but then again, but then again, yeah, here we go. So the government website says you can get 94 pound 25 a week of statutory sick pay up to 28 weeks. Um, statutory sick pay is paid by employer weekly or monthly um do you need a note from the gp it's a discretionary employer but they've already said that that ain't going to be practicable in this yeah. current um, um. climate so it looks like basically you're going to have to apply for statutory sick pay now if you're paying a mortgage and you're self-employed let's look at this logically if you're paying a mortgage you can apply for a mortgage holiday and claim for statutory sick pay um and what other benefits again i'm not familiar with the benefit system but i think a combination of getting some form of income and having a mortgage yeah. holiday is better it, than a kick in the nuts th-
2: so there's options isn't there yes there, there there is there's options, options for people you, out there
0: but you've got to do the work i mean i'm reading this off off of the uh off of a website this has only been announced in the last two hours wow
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I claimed. Uh, well, I've never claimed for an income benefit, but Bella did on my behalf on Wednesday this week for the universal tax one, and that okay. was that was forty pound a week. What her for, child forty. Like for the whole family and, and it took her nearly an hour and a half to fill it in for each child And that's how much I got but that might be because of my prior circumstance my current circumstance everything is different you have to give like everything in that form and Bella just answered it truthfully and that's apparently all I was kind of entitled to so wow. I, don't, I don't even know if she's carried it on but we, wow. as, as I said to you guys before we started the podcast, I'll be applying for the the mortgage holiday, but I'm not doing it yet because again things are okay at the moment, um, and the phone lines are just probably crammed. But probably in the next week we'll get on the phone to.
0: Yeah, them. I mean I rang up about um, just to talk, not apply to talk yeah. about mortgage holiday, and um, I was I I did the callback option and mm-hmm. the callback option menu said that they'd call me back in twenty two and a half hours. Yeah, it's just everything's over- overwhelmed right now. Well, of course, because it's not set up. There. Mm. It's like the police. If everyone in the country dialed uh, 999 for the police, mm. it would it'd melt collapse. the system. Yeah. Yeah, you,
1: you, you, said, you said when you read this out, this is if you've been told to self-isolate, and you went back to some descriptions about self-isolation, house isolation, yeah. and social distancing. Is there a natural definition as to what is self-isolation? Because everyone would be, yes. everyone's
0: thinking, I've yes. been told so self-isolate. so if you so go on... Does- NA- where does that order come from? Right. So it, if it's it's actually on uh, the government website and on also the NHS. dot uk conditions coronavirus stay at home advice. So there is there is actually documentation on the government website and on the NHS website about what to do and how to s- self isolate. Basically, But
1: is that actually a formal instruction recommendation to self isolate for this purpose of claiming?
0: Uh
1: It says so. If, without, I, if I was, you know, this is the thing. If I was to say I've been told to self isolate,
0: some, you know, does that is that actually recognised from that guidance, or does it need? Yeah. Well, the government, the .gov UK says this is why the government has given clear guidance on self isolation, household isolation. But is that an instruction um, to? Well, I assume What's if that? the government say please. Maintain social distancing and self isolation if you demonstrate symptoms, and it's from the government. Well, you're saying if you, you yeah, so you just said
1: if you have symptoms. Yes. So if I haven't got symptoms, but I'm staying at home because I've got no work
0: you'll need to stay at home if you have symptoms of coronavirus or live with someone who does staying at home means you could not go to work school or public areas not use public transport not use uh, not have visitors such as friends and family i'm reading this out for bait yeah, yeah yeah um the one thing i do think has happened and has if oh let's be really controversial i think employers duty of care to not be sued Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm use- I'm saying that in a bit of an ironic way here. I think the inherent fear of the suing and claim culture has caused a lot of companies to shut up shop uh, because if a member of their staff got it while under duty, they would p- potentially be uh, susceptible for a
1: claim. Well, yeah, again, a lot of companies are making up this risk assessment as they go along. The guidance is… You know, it's not it's not exactly bespoke to every little working
0: condition, is Interestingly, it? Interestingly, there's a thing that says, um, I think do you know what? I think some of these websites are out of date because it says get an isolation note. Um, this is only available for people who have symptoms, been told by a healthcare professional, or live with someone. But okay, so you can do it online. Apparently, you can get an online isolation note i don't know because i've not i've not followed one 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 i'm trying not to be a burden to Mm. i'm trying to be common sense pragmatic my behaviors i genuinely believe that everything i do should contribute to the stability of society and the betterment of my community and not be a detriment unlike some assholes who are just making life annoying for everybody yeah but again just a few um yeah, I'm sure, Dave, if we looked into all this legislation in incredible detail, we'll find loads of gaps and we'll find dissimilarities because... Oh, I expect we will. Well, the government website hasn't been updated with the latest speech. The NHS one will probably have to follow. There is, is there is gov on the gov.uk website, there is guidance notes on what is isolation. And the scary thing is, is, it's in English and every other language under the sun. So someone has spent a lot of time writing all these documents up. Mm. And they're on the gov.gov .gov, uh, website. So, um, yeah. There you go. Um, so, yeah, listen, um, apologies if this has depressed you. We're just kind of chewing the fat, talking amongst ourselves, although we thought we'd record yeah. it. Um, yeah, I, I, I I have a simple view in, in this current okay. situation, and that is keep calm and carry on. Yeah, I think the, me- the message from me, I
1: don't know if it's from all of us, but is to... Um, try to gain something from this try to be positive yeah um you know it's very it's very easy to look at social media and online social behaviors try to focus on the good ones uh, a lot of people are seeing this negativity and it's actually it's it's incentivizing them to act you know in what is probably natural um betterment to them, but the people are actually practically being better people now
0: yeah and i <laughs> you I, know definitely I, I would definitely advise try not to partake in the negative oh. things that we see on social media and try and part. I have to say some of the stuff I've seen on social media, that's quite fun that you see the Italians and all that people yeah. are finding unique ways of being incredibly creative while they're at home. And that can only yeah. be a good thing to understand. So maybe try and find something fun to be creative. I mean, I might actually film my garden project um, with, yeah, I, I might do that. You never know. I'll probably lose about four stone doing it anyway. So, um, <laughs> that's a hell of a lot of earth to move but um yeah i think people should just try and and find the positives in anything they're doing and if they're feeling lonely or down um i mean we're probably going to do an instagram live every day now um of some form so jump on instagram live of us um you know or just message us individually as a group um if you fancy a chat if you know you want to talk about anything if you're concerned or worried we should all be there for each other we shouldn't be a burden we should just be there as a support network at the
2: end of the day that's my view on it what's your thoughts Dan's Zeman? man yeah just going on from what you guys have said really um, you, know, you have a choice you can either concentrate on the bad or you can concentrate on the good um, and you know as long as you've we've all got our families we've got ourselves we've got our health uh, yeah everybody worries about money but it's just a few numbers and you know everybody's in the same boat literally we're all in the same boat so um yeah there's definitely some um good opportunities not exploiting anything that can come out of this um let's well, you know, just so yeah definitely okay well uh, chaps
0: thanks for this I'm sure we'll have lots more private chats anyway hopefully this will have been some use to anybody listening um, please go away and do your own research get in touch as if you need to uh, my advice again keep calm carry on make sure you're contributing some way to the people around you in a positive light we need it more never now and until the next one thank you very much chaps see you later see ya okay. take care of yourself and each other bye